0: Better way to start off a Monday morning and launch into the week than with a taste of a Marty party. Yes, broadcaster and RTEGA commentator Marty Morrissey joins me in the studio this morning to tell us about his new show coming to University Concert Hall in Limerick in March. Good morning to Marty. How are you doing?
1: Good morning and I'm delighted to be with you and all of you here in Limerick this morning. I was just thinking there about your O'Connell Street because I get my apartment done at the moment in Dublin. And the builder told me he'd have it done in three weeks. And I think now it's going to be April or May, maybe, you know. So, uh, (laughs) trust me. And that's a much, much smaller uh, uh, development uh, or refurbishment. But anyway.
0: No, when I have the likes of Mario on, you know, he gives me a bit of grief and yes. it probably takes me two weeks to recover from the slagging. You take a different approach. You kind of lean into the crack around this and Marty and his parties, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: well, I tell you, I mean, Mario and Oliver can take full responsibility for me having this show because um, I remember uh, I, we were opening up a field at home, a um, uh, football field, and we were in the bar in Pub of Mullock until <clears throat> three o'clock in the morning and and there was no signal in the bar. And when I came out of the bar, uh, my phone was lighting up because suddenly Mario had impersonated me. Everybody was telling me how good I was on the late, late show. And I said, how could I be in the late, late show? And i in West Clare for God's sake. So uh, it was the start of it. There was about 200 texts. And I really didn't know how to take it, uh, to be honest with you. Then Oliver started um, on his show with a pink shirt and bright white teeth and hair all over the place. And he, instead of saying, Marty Myers, the RT News Cook Park," I was, hi, I'm Marty and I love to party. So the Dancing with the Stars, Anna Geary can also play a role in this because uh, the group of us that were on Dancing with the Stars, I cannot believe it is now five years. And there was Deirdre Kane and Bernard O'Shea and Jay Carter who won it and Tommaso Leary, Rob Heffernan, all that gang. But Anna decided in her wisdom to call the group the Marty Party. So the app, the WhatsApp so it kind of became a, a thing and all, everywhere I go in Tyrone or Kildare, they don't ask me, uh, or indeed Limerick, to ask me about the hurling of the football, not at all. Would you do a couple of steps there, Marty, have, Will we'll have a bit of a, a Marty party. And you can have it from Donegal to Cork accents, which I love. So um, yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's been evolving in my head since. And what can people expect at the Marty party at UCH in Limerick? Well,
1: I, I'm hoping people will come to the show on the 10th of March, Friday night uh, week, because uh, it's a var- what I call it, it's an old fashioned variety show with a 21st century twist. So we're going to have loads of music. We have the Eurovision winners, Paul Harrington and Charlie McGallaghan coming. We have a great traditional singer, which I know from Limerick, which I know people love, Theodore Scanlon. Uh, we have, uh, uh Keol. Remember, do you remember a group, of Joe, a group of young dancers, young lads? They, they, they rented a house in, in Doolin during COVID. And they're so good at the dancing that uh, they, they put it out on videos, on, on uh, social media, and lo and behold, it went viral and they got millions. Ended up with uh, they dancing on the Cliffs of Moher uh, for Good Morning America. And yes, they were on, I do. Yeah, and they were on Ellen DeGeneres and they, 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 they were invited to the White House to dance for President Joe Biden. These lads are coming with me for the next three shows and the first time they're joining us is in UCH uh, here in Limerick on Friday night week. So we've all all that gang. When I go to Galway then, Sharon Shannon is going to join me. But the, the other thing is, it's not just music and dancing. I, I wanted to do something a little bit different because I thought if we're going to have a party, let's have a party. So the Galway Tenors are coming as well. But you we also can win prizes. XL stores have been very good to sponsor me and, and promote, uh, support me. Because I remember, you remember indeed, when we were doing uh, in COVID times, we didn't know what we were doing, but I got the idea of doing Marty in the Shed, which was back out in West Clare and um, Excel stores came behind me there and they come behind me in this as well so we have hampers to give away, we have weekends, holidays uh, with uh, hotels to give away we also have a mystery guest and, uh, who'd be a local big star, big name nationally as well. And like in Killarney, we had Mick Galway, for instance. Uh, I can't tell you who's going to be in Limerick, but I guess that's part of the mystique. But uh, if you get the right, if you get the right answer and you're pulled out, then you win two flights from Shannon Airport to any European destination
0: fantastic. And you're doing this in lots of different venues, aren't you? I mean, from yeah. Donegal right down to Limerick. And
1: yeah, I mean, I, 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 I love music and I also wanted to give entertainers, um, uh, people who can sing, unlike me, an opportunity to get back on the stage and do something a little bit different. So we have local and national, as I said. So we started in Killarney a couple of weeks ago and we got close to 700 people coming, which I found amazing, Joe, because they hadn't a clue what, what, what the show was and we hadn't a clue what the show was. So it was a real adventure for all of us. But we got, and then we got about 500, we close to 600 in, in the Royal Theatre in Castle Bar at that weekend. But we also found that the weekends were, were hard work, and obviously I have to do the day job as well, and do, do my matches at weekends. So we're in, um, we, we're just doing five. Uh, we did Killarney, we did Castlebar one weekend, now we're coming to Limerick on the 10th of March. The 25th we're in the Leisure Land in Galway, and then we end up the last Friday night in Donegal, in the Clonery Hotel in Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, do you know what, jo, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it because it's great fun. And Bernard O'Shea, who did the Marty and Bernard show and danced with me and danced with the stars, he's joining me as well. And he now lives, of course, in Castle Connell. Uh, so he's uh, an adopted limerick man at this stage. So yeah, it, it, it's in a night of fun and crack.
0: Marty you would be well used to dealing with people and audiences. Is there something different about the audiences for a Marty party? Yeah, we want them to be very much involved.
1: Uh, We don't want them just to sit back. So Bernard and myself go around and act the fool uh, in amongst the audience and talk to various people and give away prizes, which, by the way, according to the reaction we got in Casabar and Killarney, that seemed to be the highlight of the night. But anyway, we had a bit of crack. So it is very interactive. We want people to smile. We want people to dance. We want people to get off their seats, and if they go home happy with a, 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 a better kind of feeling in their in their bones, then we've done a good
0: job. Yeah, we're chatting to Marty Morrissey about his party, which is coming to University Concert Hall in Limerick in March. Um, what are the standard or most um, frequent questions that you are asked by punters?
1: Frequent questions depends whether what, what uh, if they're sporting people, which obviously a lot of people are, which would be your you know what was your favorite match? Who's who do you think is the greatest footballer? You get our hurler. You, you get all those kind of uh, questions, and basically they vary from time to time, um, and depends like you know I mean Henry Shefflin was the king uh, and his time. But then I love Keane Lynch. I just think Keane Lynch and Garrod Higginson. I mean, and not being Plumasi because I'm in Limerick. But they have they have brought hurling to a different level. Uh, and when you see what Keane Lynch was doing yesterday uh, on a spring day in Galway, when the pitch is not like Croke Park, which was lovely, now don't get me wrong. But it's not the same as being in 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 Croke Park. Just little flicks, little wrists. Ah. I love it. I just I love watching them.
0: Yeah. And beyond that, then, do they ask about other aspects of what you do or oh, yeah. programs you've been on? Or...
1: Oh, my God. I, I mean, the, another frequent question is, do you have a driver? and I said, hey, I work for RTE there's no drivers given to anybody I I drive everywhere myself and sometimes I have to admit it's a little bit you know, I do find it a little bit tiring to say the least, I thought it was very adventurous when I started off going from A to B and very sexy altogether, but you do the the travelling is the hard part the actual, the match match itself or indeed, if I'm doing something entirely different like I loved, I was asked by uh, RTE to present New Year's Eve, the last half an hour uh, at the Westlife concert outside." The, the three arena and I loved that was totally different and I, I suppose it's my own it's like yourself too you like sport was my passion, but you reach a stage where you want to do something else as well. And like, RT allow me to do other things, which is great.
0: Yeah, I mean, from time to time, you do a show like this one, yeah, really, don't yeah, you? You yeah. have chats with people yeah. and you're able to meet guests from well outside the sporting arena, Martin.
1: Yeah, and I, it, it's funny, I mean, people think that uh, television, uh, I suppose television is the, the sexy medium, you know, I mean, you do get known if that's what you want to do. But for me, radio is where it is at. And I do the Bank Holiday Monday, uh, uh every whatever time 10 times a year and so it's a two-hour show like just very much like yours which I love because the beauty of this is you and I can have a chat and we can have the laugh and we can have the banter where when you're doing news you have a minute and 40 seconds and you're telling somebody else's story do you know what I mean where I can relate to whatever you're like O'Connell Street and the the St. Patrick's Day Parade happening in Henry Street and all that sort of thing and you can have a, a, a conversation about it that's the beauty of radio.
0: Is there a patch of Ireland that you haven't been on in your life and career at this stage?
1: No, I don't think so. I, I, remember, going, I remember going up to Belfast, uh, kind of in my first five or six years. And I remember saying, there's no way that will I know anybody up here or they'll know me. But sure, I was hardly uh, in, in, going down the main street in Belfast. And I said, I'm Barney, how are you? Uh, so, <clears throat> no, I, I wouldn't. And I remember during COVID, <laughs> yeah, you know, we were all wearing masks. And I went into a shop, I think it was in Navin, and I was just ordering something at a, a, a mask on. And your man says, Ah, oh, Marty, how are you doing? And you, I could never rob a bank anyway, that's for sure. So, um, no, I, I probably know every patch and every, and I also know every back road out of most of uh, GA venues around the country at this stage as well to avoid the traffic.
0: And what about? <clears throat> Somebody like you, you know, high profile, very well known, you said there are uh, very few places in the country where you won't be recognized. Do you feel you have to be always on, as they'd say in the business?
1: Well, I always feel I'm representing uh, RTE as well as myself because when people know you, but do you know what, Joe? I embrace it because this is what we do. I mean, when I joined, uh, when I was knocking on the door of RTE or trying to get in to do the the matches... I was very happy just to do the matches. I wanted to follow in the footsteps of me my hair, me all my Arctic. I never cared if my face was on the, on the TV. Couldn't care less. But it, Jack Canning was the main commentator, so they put me down the sideline. <clears throat> so suddenly it evolved that I was doing pieces to camera and, and all that sort of thing. So it wasn't a, a burning ambition uh, of mine. But, yeah, I mean, to be worse if they thought you were a jerk. You know, I mean, the fact that people want selfies and they want photos, isn't that just a lovely compliment that they they like what I do? And I, everybody that I meet, I appreciate the fact that they do seem to like what I do.
0: Do you find in general that Irish people have a good BS detector? They know they sincerity or
1: not? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, you cannot be in this business without being real. You have to be yourself. Because... I think the audience, above all else, will listen and say, oh, God, he's full of crap, or whatever, or she's, whatever. Uh, So you have to be yourself and sincere and true to yourself. And if you're not, um, I think you'll be found out. You can't be false. I know false news is is the in word over the last couple of years. But you can't be false to yourself. You can't be false to your audience. You can be as honest and as transparent as you can be. And we do provide a service. And what you're doing... For Limerick people in county, is a service. Uh, I know you might like, it might mightn't kind of think of it like that. Oh, yeah, but no, it is a great thing yeah. that you're doing, because you're, you're speaking as one of them, to, the, to one of your I,
0: own. I, I think we all found that very much during the pandemic, uh, but I mean, when you consider your career, you know, the developments, even in radio, you know, mm. the, the strong local radio network, mm. the national broadcasters, independent RTE, you know, there's lots of action in this business. Now. Like, like,
1: when I started off doing matches, uh, Joe, I was on the back of a tractor and trailer in Dunbeg in West Clare and it, it was VHS's this sounds like the Dark Ages. Sorry about that, but it does sound like the Dark Ages. But anyway, then, uh, then Clare FM opened and you opened and uh, Tipperary, Galway Bay, and it gave access uh, to the airwaves, which is what is only right. And um, because I believe every national story is a local story. And the real beauty of, of, of local radio is that it, that burning issue in that county is important to those people. And what's happening in national mightn't be relevant at that moment in time. But like, you know, you provide coverage of a match. I met the lads yesterday in Galway at the Galway-Limerick game in Pear Stadium. And they get the full, they get the full whack. They, they get every puck of the ball. And that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think we have a, a young fan of yours who is very anxious to meet you when uh, we finish up. Who's the most famous person that you've come across?
1: Um, gosh, I, I've been very lucky to meet a few. I think President Bill Clinton was probably, as they say, I door-stepped him. And um, I I door-stepped him at the K-Club for the Ryder Cup. And you you prepare yourself, and then you ask some of the most stupidest questions that you could possibly uh, ask. But at the same time, look, uh, he was very nice, you know, and and very very decent, so... um, yeah, I mean Michael Flackley, I interviewed over in London. Um, Audrey Hepburn, believe it or not, when I started first, she was a UNICEF ambassador, and went to Dublin to meet her. I thought I just couldn't believe I was in the same room as Audrey Hepburn. Um, so there was lots of lots of people, and I I find. That when you do meet the, the megastars, they're, they're just ordinary people who have an extraordinary talent and have become not just national, <clears throat> but international,
0: uh, yeah. internationally known. And they probably react well to being treated normally.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think we in Ireland, while we acknowledge the stars when they come, we don't overdo it. We give them a the, the little bit of peace and tranquility and a little bit of space. Um, to to do whatever they're doing
0: now. A, a word oh. right <clears throat> in your wheelhouse on Gaelic games. Um, uh, how do you feel? Limerick have started the hurling season, mm. and indeed the footballers, and you know they are finding Division Two, which I think they might have expected themselves a challenge.
1: Well, I've done what two games of uh, I saw Limerick against Cork. I was doing that for, for TV in Parky Um and probably I know John <laughs> kindly of won't agree with me, but probably to lose is probably no harm. Because it gives a, uh-oh, hold oh on now, no, we need to concentrate here. And since then, they've been outstanding. I mean, yes, they were just... They could have won by, I think they won by whatever it was, 24-19. Whatever, and then they could have won by another 10 points if they really wanted to. Um, so I, I've, I've, I do think Limerick are the team to beat in the championship in 2023. I think it'll be very hard for anybody to beat them. I saw the footballers, which believed Joe above an own bag against Derry. And I thought, defensively, they were very good. The midfielder were good, but they seemed to lack... a plan up front and they had no way of breaking down the Derry defense. And I think they'll find that uh, a little bit uh, difficult. I think it could, relegation could come down to the game between yourselves and ourselves. The last game, I think, is Clare Limerick in Cusick Park and in Ennis, and it could come down to that. And Loud winning yesterday did uh, Limerick or us no favours. Right.
0: Before <coughs> I let you go, and we'll give details mm. of Marty's party at UCH, um, has Mario or maybe Oliver said, Oh uh, fair play, We've, <laughs> we got this show going <laughs> for you, Marty. They're taking, I think, full
1: credit for what I hear uh, but sure, look, it, it's great crack. I mean, I remember you remember uh, the the late great Colin Murray and
0: uh, Colum God was, rest him, yeah. God rest
1: him. Yeah, oh, I loved Colin He was a great friend. And Cullum was impersonated by the APRA Match team back in the in USA and uh, Italian ninety. And um, like their their line was, um, you know, Colin Murray was doing the news and he loved racing. Uh, good evening. Um, today, Ireland won the World Cup for the very first time. Um, Limerick hurlers won ten in a row. But first, racing for Nace. <laughs> so, and that was, the, that, was their, that was their line. And Colin was highly, you know, he said, what are they doing, you know, taking the piss out of me like this, you know? And I said, look, the greatest flattery, the greatest compliment is when somebody would impersonate you. So whether, I never thought they'd do it, you know, not happy match, but and Oliver, I never thought they'd impersonate me, never registered with me. It wasn't my ambition. But when they did then, that night, when I came out of the pub and I said, I, do I embrace this or do I get offended? And how could you get offended? I mean, you have to you have to enjoy the laugh. I love slagging anyway. So if you give it, you've got to be able to take it. Yes, so yes. I'm taking it and I just said, <laughs> let's go with this. And it's something I wanted to do over the last couple of years to put the Marty Party on tour and have a variety show with loads of great entertainment. And we have a great venue on Friday week. And I really would hope... I know tickets are going very well at the moment. We have another 10 days or or those uh, to go. So I'm hoping that uh, people will... Right, now listeners
0: will be well aware, uch.ie, but I think you have a number as I well. have a
1: number when I open it. Keep talking down now, Joe, for a second okay, until I open well, my phone. Uh, it's oh, an open so, invitation. Oh, oh, 61 is the phone number and tickets are available now. 061-331-549 oh, one three
0: three one or uch.ie. Uh, and, and you'd only be delighted. It's a big hall, but I'd say you'll find it easy to fill, Marty, and well, people are, are happy to be out and about again enjoying oh, things. Great. And, and we have a great it. night and we look forward to coming. I hope you'll come yourself, Joe. Oh, sure, you never know, no. I might throw Bring the crew I'll from now, I'll never FM. forget Keith Barry inviting me and he he was at me for ages to come to one of his shows. Yeah. Every time you see her, I was going, I won't, I will not 'cause you'll you'll embarrass yeah, me. Yeah. I won't. <laughs> I won't watch you because I won't embarrass you at all. Absolutely humiliated me then. Did it? Had me up and, and I just was going, Oh, this is just off. Awesome. <laughs> this is off awesome. So if, I'm sure you won't do that to me, Marty. It's
1: the very same reason I haven't gone to Keith Barry. I've been out socialising with him, but I said, <laughs> yeah, there's no way.
0: And he always says, oh, dog, there's no chance I yeah, do that yeah. you. Oh, Should God. he loves the opportunity. Far. Absolutely. Listen, Marty do come along. Great to see you. Uh, we look forward to uh, knocking into you along the road over the year. And sure, Limerick and Clare and football, you mentioned, and Hurling, and so we'll have all that fun as well. Oh, well Fantastic. Thank you. Thank Enjoy you the party at UCH. Great venue Thank well. you, John. Marty Morrissey, thank you. Your views. Your news. Your Limerick Today with John I love